You watch your language. Hi, welcome to the Weekly Song Podcast. My name is Roger. It is, isn't it? And uh, this is the podcast where Declan and I, we both wrote a song in the space of a week and we bring them to the podcast to talk about how we wrote the lyrics, the chords, the structures, the influences that went into them and so on and so forth. And hello, Declan, how are you? I'm fine, thank you. How how are you? I trust you're all wide awake. Mate, I've been awake for hours, not minutes. <laughs> <laughs> not minutes, as you might believe. Um, yeah, no, I'm... I'm I'm doing doing well. Uh, so today we're doing a bit of a different episode, in that for the past seven weeks, um, which has been season twelve, uh, we've been uh, doing challenges, haven't we, Declan? Yes, we've been uh, taking specific styles of songs and trying to write songs in those specific styles, uh, and our results have varied from being <laughs> spot on to uh, how does this actually relate to said genre those are mostly my songs and my experiences our songs um, have gone from spot on to what on <laughs> <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> this is this is why the people keep coming back to us isn't it i'm realizing because, my because of the high quality of uh, of our banter my humor doesn't start until the afternoon apparently <laughs> <laughs> what on yeah uh, i'm gonna have yes. the lowest voice in the world and you're gonna be like the other straight man so <laughs> It's going to be a very different episode of the podcast. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know if you just said this, but we're about to listen to all the songs we've written. Uh, yes. Or snippets thereof. And and it's going to be exciting cause, um, because we haven't really kind of revisited them fully. So it's going to be interesting to see, like, we thought that was Motown. We thought that was Grunge. <laughs> <laughs> we thought that could be broadcast on the television. <laughs> By the way, hello to our visual viewers. <laughs> and hello to our smelling viewers. Take out your scratch and sniff cards now and uh, sniff number 14. And all of those listening via mental download, uh, where you can experience the entire you know, <laughs> visual aura of the room. Uh, I'm afraid that service is still down. It hasn't been invented yet, but the moment it, <laughs> it, the moment it is, we shall be putting out the episodes on that. I'm gonna to need to tidy my room before that. I mean, uh, don't 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 look at the mess that is the space that I'm living in at the moment. <laughs> um, but without any hullabaloo or further ado, um, we will jump into the songs. I mean, woohoo! So the first week was Motown week. Yes, it was. And I believe your song for this week was uh, A Side of Life I've Never Seen. Oh, that, that was the actual name of the song, just not like a, not like a <laughs> comment that you'd unnerve some new genre for me. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, and it, it went like this. Afraid of all love because it's never been perfect. We're paying a price, so it better be worth it. I never understand what it means It's a side of life I've never seen And it breaks my heart to know that I can't love you Well, I've never been a 
so yeah, that was my uh, <laughs> my rock and roll song apparently. Side of Life Another Scene. <laughs> uh, no, that was my Motown song. Um, I don't know. I kind of feel like I missed the mark on that one a little bit, like more than the others. Um, I suppose I mean, it's got like a lot of rock and roll elements in it, but I feel like as the song goes on, bear in mind we've listened to just like the first minute of it or so, like uh, it feels a bit more Motown as it goes on, and you can sort of point to elements of it that are Motown, like you know, for example, the interplay with the backing vocals and things like that. Um, yeah, hmm. and kind of uh, Motown did kind of evolve out of rock and roll a little bit, so it's like you know that makes sense that a lot of that is still in there. I appreciate the free pass you're giving me. <laughs> Thank you. It's only because um, I need one desperately for much later on. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, Roger, remember this. I was good to you <laughs> once. I stuck up for you in the staff room. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it, you know, it's it's an okay little song. I, I was At the time when I wrote it, I was thinking like, Oh, I'm gonna produce this even more fully, and like you know, uh, maybe put it on swear jar or something. But then I listened to it a couple of weeks later. You know when you do that and you just go like, "Oh, right, this isn't the this isn't the uh, what's the Homer Simpson quote? I'm not quite the catch you think I am." Yeah, this isn't the world beater I thought it was going to be. Yeah, I don't. For what it's worth, I don't think that's true. Uh, I do like this one a lot. I like and it's lovely little melody on it where do 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 do. Uh, I should not be trying to sing this early in the morning. Um, but uh... <laughs> by the way, folks, it's not like five a.m. or anything. <laughs> we're just very—it's four a.m. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're about to go into the arcade drop. Oh, whoops! I just made a reference to my own life that no one else is going to get. Yeah, I was going to say what, live with what, it. Um, well, I, I used yes, to go I and, um, totally get what that means. When I worked at a holiday park, I used to wake up at four in the morning to go and. Uh, take all the two peas and stuff out of the arcade at the holiday park, and I had to work with a surly man. Sorry if you're listening, surly man. And, How dare you! And that was my earliest waking up experience. I remember when I first met you. You used to, um, you used to go to open mics, and I'd be like, "Oh, hey, Declan," uh, and we both get the midnight train back. And you'd be like, oh, yeah, I've got to be up at four in the morning to go to work. I was like, why are you at the open mic? Because I desperately wanted to do any kind of music that I could. Um, Also, because I wasn't aware how much that would break my sleep schedule for the rest of time. Um, Oh, no. But, uh, yeah, no, I used to work uh, early morning in Wilco's in Bredroof, uh, five in the morning to nine in the morning. And, yeah, you had to be awake for four o'clock to make sure you're in on time and everything uh so that was not fun particularly like if roger says like you were taking the midnight train to anywhere um (laughs) anywhere specifically being uh to to where you need to sleep for about three hours once you get home (laughs) well Declan, don't stop believing (laughs) Um, hold on to that feeling. feeling Uh, so that was my Motown song. <laughs> um, your Motown song is brilliant, and it's called Swept Me Off My Feet. Dance me right into the street 
said if I'm glad for one thing, well, I'm glad we got the chance to meet. He remembered me come the 14 so we're still on week one, Motown week, and that was Declan's song, Swept Me Off of My Feet. I've never felt so spiritually close to Diana Ross as I do right now. <laughs> um. I just want to think I've heard you say all the great things you're going to say. You come out with a new one. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, you know, you've heard my sick of fancy while we were listening to it, but um, I do love this song. Uh, it's... Might be my favourite of your one this month, ones this run. Ah, oh, hooray, the rest just, is a steady decline then. It's just perfect pop writing. I love it. Thank you. Love I, it. I, I, I try my best. Um, but this kind of started off a thing for me of the whole run where I was focusing more on lyrics. And that's kind of like the kickstart into like, right, I've got to actually try and figure out like, something more interesting to do with lyrics rather than just go like, I'm sad. Don't like my life. I'm <laughs> like still we, we, sad. I feel like we really bonded over that this season. That thing of like, oh right, we can't just be like you know introverts, introspective. We've got to start to actually think of I how mean, lyrics we, work. We could be introverts if we desperately wanted to be. No one's saying we can't because we're introverts and we don't know anyone else. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if only we could take a poll, but we can't. <laughs> Yeah, so if you think we should maybe be more extroverted, please write in to the weekly song podcast at gmail.com. That poll seems too personal and too close to home for me. <laughs> if you think Roger should branch out and try to expand his horizons, call it at 077. I nearly gave my mobile number away then. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I yeah. don't trust you, listeners. It's just um, I've been getting a lot of crank calls recently anyway. I mean that that's not good. Is it that um uh national insurance thing that's going on? Yes, it is actually. Yeah. So I have one of those and it's just like I'm pretty sure if like my national insurance number is going to be revoked, I'd get it in writing before <laughs> yes. I'd get a phone call. <laughs> the thing that made me laugh about the call I got it yesterday. Well, I got quite a few yesterday. I I actually caught one of them and it didn't go it didn't go to, you know, voicemail or whatever and it said, you know, your national insurance number, you know, it, you could be liable for criminal offence. And then it goes, and it goes, uh, press one to talk to a criminal advisor. And there's a little, like, beat, and then it goes, press one to talk to a criminal advisor now! <laughs> it's like, come on, come on, bite. <laughs> yeah, if there's one thing it's I like, know about... There's, what, there's one option, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. For trouble, press one. For a little bit more trouble, press one again. Um... Anyway, sorry, completely, completely off the topic. Um, but, but yeah, um, how do you feel like reflecting back on this song? Uh, <laughs> sorry. I... <laughs> God, the mental gear shift, gear shift there was like, um, something else. Um, yeah, no, I like it. I want to do something with it maybe, but I've got no idea whether I should go like full on down the Motown route or just try and like match the hell out of it. <laughs> I, I say Set that me right off of my feet. for what it's worth. Wouldn't it be so cool to do like a Frank Turner like upbeat punk version of it? That'd be great. Uh, since we took you to see Frank Turner, it's become part of your vocabulary, and I'm happy. Um, <laughs> danger is that we're going to get later on. You're going to start referencing Radiohead again. <laughs> <laughs> you just can't. 
why can't you live with my love of Radiohead? <laughs> I'm not hurting think, anyone. I just think it's funny. <laughs> because I... you are here to be laughed at, Roger. We're oh, not yeah. friends. We're associates. Goodbye. <laughs> Confidant. Sympathizer. Um, I'm a well-wisher, and then I don't wish you any immediate harm. (laughs) 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 Oh, God. Moses, like, um, of the Simpsons fame. Um, Whatever happened to him? I don't know. Um, Hopefully he didn't have one of those Christmas accidents. Um, So, continuing on to TV... (laughs) Yes, yes. I think we just have to own that this is going to be a bit of a loose episode, don't we? But we're talking yeah. about the song. We're talking. And we're also talking about insurance scams and uh, other things. I'm just but glad yeah. that wasn't just me. I always feel really personally victimised whenever that kind of thing happens. Yeah, I feel attacked. I, I, I feel threatened. <laughs> I feel but, less than. But anyway... Uh, anyway. mm. We were doing TV themes for the next week So Roger mm-hmm. Shall we listen to your TV theme again right If we must When you arrive If you fly Past the moon In your big red balloon You may find That the dust Starts to clear If you fly past the stars left of Jupiter and Mars, then it won't be too long till you're here. And don't let every fading light make your heart grow dim. You may find. So that's the song that I done wrote called TV Theme, um, which is the most creative title for a TV theme I think anyone would ever come up with, isn't it? Oh, I'm still waiting to hear what the title of this show is, and uh, when it's coming to when it's coming to our screens. Oh, I thought you meant the show we're recording now. I thought you'd been really, really meta and breaking the fourth wall. Yeah, it turns out actually I have the ability to project my consciousness through time, so we didn't actually record what we're saying now. This is just literally <laughs> what past Declan is projecting into the future. If you actually look, the episode should have stopped by now. Uh, this is just going on. Much longer because I can control reality. <laughs> Soon it shall bend to my will. <laughs> oh, you've got to bear in mind, I only stopped dreaming about 10 minutes ago, so this doesn't feel like different. <laughs> I had a dream where Declan could control reality. <laughs> no, that actually happened. Um... Uh, but with TV theme, um, I like the idea we're just going to do these these dramatic gear changes really suddenly throughout the entire episode. But See yeah, what's the most dramatic one we can get is. <laughs> uh, TV theme was one of those ones where it's like, I liked it enough that with my new way of trying to do things, it's still an experiment of like, if I like the song enough, I will have it produced and then it will just be ready to put on a, like a release. And it went on Swear Jar, by the way, for those of you who don't know. Which is really good and you should check it out. Thank you. Um, and uh, and yeah, it's just all I had to do really was like, you know, record it. And then, of course, a couple of weeks later, I went back and went, oh, some of the vocals are a little flat and that sort of thing. Um, but then I redid those and, um, yeah, expressed my love physically, which was the style at the time. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, uh, 
And your TV theme, I mean, <laughs> yes, 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 that actually works, because I was, you know. Um, your TV theme this week was called Penelope Opening and Closing, which is kind of a two-parter. Yes, I totally did two distinct sets of work and did not just copy one for t'other. Penelope opening and closing, Declan's uh, TV theme tune uh, for, for week two. Uh, yes, what, what do you was. think, hearing that again, Declan? Uh, I, I like that. Um, it's one of those ones, I I think you were saying while we were listening to it that you quite like the melody at the end, and I like hmm. the chord sequence and I like the melody, but uh, the thing is, I can't really turn that into a full-on song now, because <laughs> it just exists as that like little short snippet. There's not really a lot else I could do with it. It's a shame uh, you don't do, like, um, winter tapes like I used to, like, just because, like, for me, that would be, like, the perfect thing to put on, like, because for those of you who don't know, which is pretty much everyone, because no one really listens to my music, but um, winter tapes were these things I did for years where just anything and everything, like, odds and ends could go on it, so I think, you know, you could do, like, an EP of, like, you know, odd little strangeness things, and this could be, like, well within that. Odd little strangeness things, fantastic. I, I, that, that's the title if ever I heard one. Um, <laughs> for, um, for the record, I do really like this. I didn't mean that to sound as some um, negative. <laughs> <laughs> no, what was it you were saying? Like, um, uh, as you're listening to it, like it sounds old, but in the best possible way. It sounds super dated. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it, it, I mean, the opening part, like the the instrumental part, it just sounds so off that era. I mean, I, I can sort of see where it. It it falls short just because of the tools I don't have at my disposal, but uh, what, like an orchestra, <laughs> yeah, um, that's a big one. But I'm very happy with the vibe I got on that. Like that was me just being like as Barry Gray as I could, and just like very happy. That's awesome. I I definitely reckon just like record this one at some point and put it on like a secret side project, or just as like a hidden track or something. Or even as the opening, you know. What do actually like theme an entire um, EP around a fictional TV show? If anyone could do I it, say that, it's you. I, I was going to say I'm saying this incredulously, and then but you've heard my actual plans for some of the things that I want to exactly. do. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah, I can definitely picture you doing that, and I think that would work quite well. Um, I've just noticed that um, I had two candles by my computer that were lit last night, and now one of them has mysteriously vanished, and I just feel like something's on fire. I mean, no. is, there, is there smoke coming from coming from the room? Oh yeah, always. I mean, this is true. Uh, every single time I've got you on Skype or Discord or something, just there's this aura of smoke permeating <laughs> your room. But I'm not like a crack addict or anything. It's incense, but I do like a bit of this crack aura of smoke permeating. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, you know, that's that's my lifestyle. You know, you know, it's your choices, man. 
Uh, so next week uh, was our rock and roll week, and it's another one that you'll be familiar with if you've heard Swear Jar. Yes, it is actually. Yeah. Um, so my song for rock and roll week was called First Time. Wait, no, it was called Long Time Listener, First Time Caller, and it went a little bit like That was first time caller, long time listener. Whichever way around that is, I I can't remember anymore. Either way. I like that, but uh, I like that. But you sort of said you had this idea for like a scene or a story or something as um, you originally wrote it. So, is that still something that sticks in mind for that one, or is that something you'd like to develop more with that song in particular? Uh, I don't know. I think sometimes with like having like a scene or a character or a story in mind for a song, it almost just helps as a f- like a, a grid work to write the song to to just get the song done. So for mm. me, I think that was kind of the case with that one. I mean, there still is like you know the character of the caller and the radio DJ, but as far as um now it's you know released, I feel like I'm kind of done with it and. Sometimes those narrative devices just merely act as like a canvas to work upon, um, as opposed to like you know, you know. Um, it's a compositional tool rather than a structural framework for a larger project. That's the words I like that I couldn't find. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but I, I like this one. It's got that early rock and roll with like dancey, swingy energy. Thanks. Yeah, I feel like it's one but, of the ones where like I actually kind of got the genre you know fairly well, what well I, what i like about it is that you've got that 50s rock and roll thing in there but then you've also got like uh that 70s phaser sound because of course you do because <laughs> it's the best sound uh and then you've also got your like like just the way you put chords together as well just sounds very signature to you so it's kind of like a combination of three things that i really like in that oh thank you yeah that was that was actually Pay one of the later one of the more fun ones to um to write and record just because i'm not used to writing something quite so like upbeat and i think that's the good thing about these challenges is like all of a sudden you go oh i have to write rock and roll i haven't done that in you know in forever so you have to kind of think in different terms and it kind of brings out different flavors of your you as a writer you know yeah it means you don't get stuck for example if you suddenly start uh i don't know composing lilting acoustic ballads like and then just get stuck doing that for seven weeks in a row yeah, exactly. Um, tune in next season, folks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll be all lilting acoustic ballads, nothing else. That's, that's the challenge next week. Can we take it upon ourselves to write, you know, really downbeat lilting ballads? <laughs> yeah, like your heart must break at every chord change. <laughs> <laughs> um, and your rock and roll song this week, uh, or not this week, for week three, I should say, was called All the Other Fellas and uh, it went like this. All the other chaps always look so dapper Wish they had to live this song Hope he doesn't mind as we walk the line Couldn't pay the fare for the bus 
rubber stars in their fancy cars pass by and I wish it was us. If I'm to win the heart, I'm gonna listen to Marx. The workers shall unite. But can we get the protest done by a half past one? Cause I've got a day tonight. After the dip, I got paid. So that was all the other fellas. That was Declan's rock and roll song. Uh, and it's rock really and good. roll man love and communism <laughs> the lyrics are so funny oh, it's man. the stupidest thing I've ever done but I love it the workers unite <laughs> what, say the lyric again what's that lyric uh, if I'm to win the heart I've got to listen to Marx the workers shall unite but can we get the protest done by half past one because I've got I've a got date, date tonight, tonight. <laughs> <laughs> love it love it um i mean it's just it's great it's a re- i think you nailed this in such an interesting way because like you it's a really classic rock and roll song like eddie cochran could have sung this in terms of like the chords and stuff but in the chorus you do all these like subtle little you know modern changes like non-diatonic changes it's like oh okay this must have been written you know sometime recently yeah, this must have been written in the last half an hour. <laughs> no one else would put a B flat in a song that's in A. <laughs> Not in the 50s, people wouldn't allow it. Yeah, people didn't know the B flat existed. <laughs> there was there was some theory that it might exist, you know, some math, the maths, you know, told us so, but... But we just not had the experience and the technology to actually uncover what this mythical B flat sounded like. Until Declan Kitchener. Until I came along. And improved music for everybody. <laughs> Thank you, Declan. Let's erect a statue to you and put it on I, the moon. I beg your pardon? <laughs> you heard me. You heard me. <laughs> uh, Don't make me say it again. Any, any thoughts on this song? Again, this is one I want to do something with, but I just don't know in which direction to go, whether you go full on rock and roll pastiche or whether you just like beef it up to hell. Hmm. Could go either way, couldn't it? It feels, it feels like so rock and roll fundamentally that I can just see you having like a jangly, you know, slapback echo guitar and like a just Eddie Cochran style, basically. Yeah, that's that. The fact that you keep mentioning Eddie Cochran makes me happy. So erect a statue to Eddie Cochran. That could be another title. <laughs> Damn. Damn, drat. Um, drat, double drat, triple drat. Uh oh. Okay, right. We we got a we got a week now to talk about uh, which was week one, two, three, four, and uh, I don't it's know, good to I know, know that count. his extra bass lessons are paying off. Yeah, thanks for paying for my tutor, Declan. Uh, and yeah, we did grunge week um, for week four, um, and my song was called Formaldehyde because of course it was. Prevents my speech enough to keep me from the words I want to say. So if it's all the same to you, I'll trade my life for the truth. I wasted labor for the fruit that quenched a man. If it's all the same to you, were you trying to like modulate your voice for this one to be more grungy? What? What do you mean modulate? 
just like change the way you were singing so you were singing more like a grunge singer uh it's uh sort of i guess yeah i mean it was uh i don't know um i think it's just the melody that came out and i think i couldn't just sing in my normal voice because my normal voice is a bit too sort of like acoustic or something for lack of a better word this is the trouble we're trying to do like american genres of british accents yes <laughs> isn't it um i suppose like i think what i kind of tried to take after was like smashing pumpkin style you know uh sort of soft spoken but with loud guitars in the background but that's a hard balance to strike and i'm no butch fig i mean you could be you could phone up mr vig and say excuse me could you tell me your one secret please distortion <laughs> <laughs> oh my god it's so simple but it works so well yeah, how does not? How is it that everybody doesn't know this trick? I've been playing on the Clean Channel for years, like a dope. <laughs> yeah, I was about to do a Ray Davis and like uh, split my cone on my speaker, but no, this just works better. Oh, uh, he did that too, did he? That's Link Ray did that too, I think. I think that's where Ray Davis got the idea from. Ray the plagiarist Davis. God, cancel the kinks. <laughs> um, so to speak I can't think of much else to say but I wasn't that pleased with that song I guess um, I mean it it is definitely a grunge song um, I like the riff on it I like uh, what is there I just think uh, in terms of performance like it would need to be a bit more I don't know if this is counted to grunge but it would just be a bit more like a, a high energy vocal like, because uh, I know that's not quite what you were going for, but like, uh, it would like work. That cons- it would work in the choruses, I think. What I might do is, um, is take the vocal out, keep it as an instrumental, and then give it to to Joe and make a pea green boat song out of it. Would you give him the same lyrics and vocal melody? No, I would give him just the instrumental, and he always comes up with stuff I never would have imagined. So um, that's always a nice surprise. And and his his melodies, he I don't know, it's weird because like because this is a weird little aside, but because he doesn't know like what scale something's in, and I mean that in the nicest way, in the best way, he he will like use notes you wouldn't even ever have thought of using for a vocal melody. It's like oh wow, okay. Uh, what was I going to say? It might be worth keeping hold of your original melody on that one, just to sort of see if, like, in a kind of I've got a feeling kind of way, whether you can sort of layer that nicely over whatever Joe would provide. That could be kind of cool, actually, yeah. That could be kind of cool. Just depends if it does fit. Uh, yeah. I I really like that one. Oh, thank you. And if it... no matter if it ends up on a Roger Heavers or a P Green Boat record, it's going to be good. Good. Um, your grunge song was. What was your grunge song called? It was called "Make It On My Own," and I genuinely can't remember how it goes. So let's have a listen. <laughs> I need you to make me brave, love. Coming or going, going or in. I cannot tell when I move. Patiently waiting, or caught in the beams. What have I left to lose? I need a hand from a fellow man. I need the light to guide me home. I'll give a prayer and no one's there. 
god, this is so embarrassing. That's quite try Billy Joe. Sounded kind of Billy Joe Armstrong then. I mean, that was not what I was going for at all. If I was trying to do Billy Joe Armstrong, I'd have done something entirely different. <laughs> okay, I've uh, I paused. No! I paused. <laughs> it's almost going into Louis Armstrong a little bit or something. <laughs> it's easy to keep my eyes. Love! <laughs> tree trees are green. Red roses too. <laughs> Smells like I red see green. them bloom for me and you. <laughs> And I think to myself, what a wonderful world. I feel like I'm on the Sorry. phone with Louis Armstrong. This is, what a treat. Hello, darling. <laughs> it's me, Louis. Sorry. <laughs> you do a good impression of old uh, Louis Armstrong. Oh, it's a pity I can't really do it publicly in any space at all. Um, 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 um. um. That was Yeah, I think that's enough to say about this song moving on. Do you think so? Um I mean, I kind of like the speed, I kinda of like the musical riff. I don't think the melody's the worst thing I've ever written. Uh, for me it's just me trying to yell. That's that's the that's the <laughs> worst worst bit of it. Like a... I sound like an off brand Muppet. Uh okay. Well, I, I I I wouldn't say that, but um that that could be another title. <laughs> this is title rich. This episode. This is very title rich. We'll have to steal a few of these for the next season. Exactly for when we for those episodes when we just have a very dry, you know, legal discussion about songs. A legal discussion about songs. <laughs> I think you'll find that in section six A. Um, there's some words there. Well, I believe that uh, in section 5-2-X that you have a diminished chord, which I did not think was actually allowed as part of the scale. So I'm afraid we've had to call the chord police. <laughs> the idea of calling a section of a song section 5-2-X instead of like the bridge or something is funny. <laughs> uh, well. Check your amendments. Um, <clears throat> so next week, week five... Was a week week where we funk week, funk week yes, funk week. and Roger wrote a funk song. I did, and it was called Cold Lassie, which is a type of Indian cold milk beverage. It's a type of dog that's a bit cold. Cold, cold shoulder Lassie. Um, yeah, and it went like this. So that was Roger's song, Cold Lassie. That was from Funk Week. I like this one. I really want to see you do more with this. Well, I, uh, I'm i going to try and do more with it. Um, I've I've started adding more bits and pieces to it. Um, it's just really just getting that vocal right, you know? Uh, just trying to get mm. the vocal sounding nice and, nice and funky, I guess. And like, kind of like that weird... Because it is very princess, but trying to get that very high energy... 
but also kind of not overpowering everything kind of sound which is just a matter of pitching it right i feel yeah exactly i mean it's, it's something that only i'm I w- i'm not trying to sound like prince on it vocally um i am in every other aspect but um <laughs> but it's one of those things like you need to get into like not the tone of voice but like the headspace as mm. it were which is like uh but like i really do like this one and i i can't wait to see it done further thank you thank you yeah i definitely gonna do more with it uh your funk song uh was called nothing it's not for... a funk song <laughs> and it was called nothing for me i can't remember how this goes like this Lose the game if i understand i know you are nothing for me Joke and we tease, but it's no good for me. I know you are nothing for me. What's not in your eyes? Can you see it in mine? Um, so that concludes our funk week, um, and that was Declan's Nothing for Me. Um and uh, you got to do something with this song. I mean, you were saying I need before to try like, remem- it's not I need- funk necessarily, but it's such a good song. I need to try remember how to play that riff, but it's, it's one of those ones that I couldn't remember how it went. And then like uh, as we were listening to it, it just started off being like a, oh wait, I actually kind of like this. <laughs> yeah, it's always a nice feeling, isn't it? As opposed to the opposite, where you listen to a song for the first time in months, and you go, oh no, what was I thinking? Yeah, this is a really good one. I like this a lot. Thank you. Um, yeah, no, it would not be a funk song once I'm finished with it. But like, yeah, I want to do something with it at some point someday. Ah, oh, you need like a somehow a somewhere. great drummer on it, and uh... get a drummer and some distortion ah. and make this song a thing. You've been listening to Butch Vig's show, eh? Um, what? He <laughs> uses he... distortion. Oh, I thought you were gonna saying like. Uh, Butch Vig show like he's got some sort of podcast where he starts singing about the musical process <laughs> <laughs> so first we lay down our drums then we apply just a touch of compressor <laughs> then we add a little bass then we add a few more bass tracks then we take just to thicken up the sound <laughs> take down 200 hertz on the bass and add 200 hertz on the drums so the week after that was uh, Musical Week, which I actually really liked. I thought it was a really fun week. Yeah, me uh, too. Uh, and uh, it's it's a week for short songs, but it's also a week for funny songs, as evidenced by Rogers won. Uh, cigarettes. 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 I was trying to roll my R and I couldn't quite get it rolled in that space. Cigarettes. There we go. Oh, you're doing better than me. Said come back, you're gonna smoke this pack, and then you're gonna smoke another. Till your mouth gets sick of the nicotine sticks, and then you're gonna tell your brother, never ever be a fool like me. You better stay clear of the C I G A R E T T E S Cigarettes. I just love anything that's got a kazoo solo. It's also got this like Charleston kind of vibe to it. It's just, I'm so happy. <laughs> I did, you can tell I just had like a really good time doing this one. <laughs> but like, I'd love to see, I don't think you need to do anything else to this recording. I think you could just pop it on like the next thing where you just need a rando song as a break. I might do that. 
Is it if it's too silly though? <laughs> no, it's fine. You can use it for a, like a break if you've got like a load of really heavy emotional songs in a row. Just whack this in the middle of it to put some levity back into that <laughs> section of an album. I like that. Okay, I might do that actually because it does feel quite like done, doesn't it? Yeah. Or like um, like the idea I like is that if you have a full on album and you sort of have like this thing. Thank you. That was Act One of the show, and now in the intermission, here is. <laughs> he begged us to have a slot, ladies and gentlemen. Give it up for the cigarette salesman. Yeah. <laughs> I caught my son smoking, but really, you know, it's it was understandable. A, it was a venture for capital gain. <laughs> I had to buy that packet of cigarettes, you know. <laughs> I told him off, but really, I was proud of him. <laughs> Um, This isn't a punishment, this is a reward (laughs) Exactly And here he is folks Um, Yeah, I mean I feel like we've said a lot about that song already Really Yeah, Yes we have Um, But I like it, I really really like it Thank you Thank you. Yeah, I I mean it was just one of the more fun ones to do Really Um, I think we're all fun But that one was more fun Just because it had a kazoo solo And um yeah, it was just it was just a good a good time. That I one. mean, kazoo solos are always just like any song that hasn't got a kazoo solo in it is not fun. So no songs have fun at all, except for this one because it does have a kazoo solo. Yeah, exactly. I think we have proven the mass scientifically there. Exactly. And your musical song was an absolute corker. It was called. It was. Brief... It was much slower. <laughs> oh yeah, it was slower, but but you know, it's like we said on the episode itself. Like you know. We kind of took two different sides of the same coin in a way, you know. Hmm. It's interesting when that happens in the episodes naturally without us, like, conspiring <laughs> to do so. Mm. But yeah, it's as called A British Summer. reasonably can I do not feel the chill breeze I'm clearly a quite manly man I'm going to enjoy my ice cream no matter what you say I know that it's cold But it doesn't matter A seagull has nabbed it away Storm plays if you're listening I hate to be such a pain But can you come back another day Cause I'm not really dressed for the rain Oh, that's brilliant. That's a British summer, that's Declan's musical song. So brilliant. Funny and well-written. Yeah, this is continuing that thing of, like, the words being important this week, but also, like, the delivery of the words being important, where, like, I didn't quite make it work on, thing, on like, the grunge week and everything, but this one is just, like, full-on. Yes, I'm going to be British, and I'm going to be as posh as I can. <laughs> and I'm not really dressed for the rain. It's great. Um, oh, that that was too much fun to do. <laughs> oh man! So, uh, would you would you do anything with that song? Like, would you take it further or? Possibly, like, but again, I think I'd use it in the same context that you're. Uh, that I'm suggesting for your musical song is like an interlude somewhere. Mm, mm. Like if just like to full on genre roulette an album, if you just got like loads of heavy guitar songs <laughs> <laughs> and then like, oh, I'll tell you what would be a fun thing to do. There's a Frank Turner song called the ballad of me and my friends. Mm. Uh, 
and the recording that's on the album is a live recording from uh it's either a gig or an open mic that he did back early in his career and you've got like the audience singing along and everything and it's, it's very much his atmosphere in a room so i'd like to do something like that for this one if i ever put it on anything just be me sass at the piano like a ring are you ready everybody well yeah. here we go would you have like that's... everyone sing along Yes, but the trouble is you would need everybody to already know the words. <laughs> so you'd have had to have performed that song several times. Oh, I thought you meant you could, like, sort of fake it. You know, like, just send everyone the lyrics and have them overdub it. What, like... No, I mean, it'd be the whole point would be to try and capture, like, the mood in the room, as twere. Uh But I suppose you could have, like, some volunteers holding up placards with the words on at the front of the stage. But then they'd have to have the rhythm and the melody and everything right. Just play it every single week at the Knife and Dagger or whatever it was called. The Knife and Dagger. <laughs> what was it called? The, the Cloak and Dagger. The Cutlass and Sword. Yeah, the Cloak and Dagger, that's the one. The Fish and Chips. <laughs> the, 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 oh. <laughs> I don't know. It's fine. We love you for other reasons, Roger. <laughs> you don't love me because I'm slow. Oh. <laughs> um. <laughs> So ne- wow. next <laughs> next week was um no offense next week was um deflate me no wait that was me oh <laughs> oh you were right um, sorry going back sorry. to that bed was, that was a very cruel thing I just said um yeah Roger's song was called deflate me which he is so we don't need to play the song <laughs> it's dance music week dance music week mm. and yeah again Roger got the task a bit better than I did this time here it is. I try to call upon my baker To save me from the words I'm choking One of these days you will take me away To a place where they'll break us and make us the same And I'll probably pay for the service and smile as they take me and suddenly I will be strapped to your side As your family and friends come home for the ride And there's nothing to argue to so that was roger's dance song uh which i do still like the chord sequence that feels very unusual for dance music to me at least uh this is the point where someone else will come in and say uh it's not declan please actually learn about the genre before you talk about it on air <laughs> um funnily enough with this song um it actually it actually got me into dance music like doing it because i was thinking like because i got into radiohead the week or, or that week or whatever whenever it was it's relevant but um i re- i knew that they were into aphex twin and so i started listening to aphex twin because of dance music week and uh i like him he's good i know that's not really like a new opinion lots of people like him but no burn i do the too heretic, burn the heretic. <laughs> uh but it i suppose like with dance music week it kind of made me realize like i because I think the thing is sometimes, don't get me wrong, some some dance music is just very simplistic and, you know, you could probably make it with patches and, de- uh, you know, presets quite easy. But with, like, good dance music, like Aphex Twin and stuff, it's like, it makes you realise there's a lot of skill and talent that goes into making it and a lot of time. Um, so, so, yeah. 
Yeah, it's kind of uh, this thing you have to sort of keep in mind with every genre. Like, you know, there's the easy, cheap version that everybody can make. Uh, and then there's also, like, the actual good stuff. And it's hunting for the good stuff. Because a lot of the time, the good stuff is not necessarily pre- uh, presented to you, like, for fright as as twere. Mm, mm. Yeah, I, I mean, it's kind of that old thing of, like, there's no such thing as, like, a good or bad genre. There's just good or bad music. And, you know, that can be in any genre. Yeah, that's set set true. Uh, Since we listened to Deflate Me, I feel all deflated and, like, the coffee's worn off or something. (laughs) Well, I mean, what if you wanted to dance with me? Then we could get the sugar, like, bumping back through your veins and everything, and it'd be fine. Now you're talking. Now you're talking. I'm ready for that. Okay. If If only one of us recorded a song called Dance With Me. Luckily. So that's it for this episode of the Weekly Song Podcast. Yes, I got one more version of that joke in there. <laughs> uh, so Declan's song is the dance music song we, that he wrote. We, instead of listening to like a minute of this, can we listen to like one second of this? <laughs> one second, just do it. Yeah. No. Yeah, let's listen, let's listen to it. Let's listen to it. Here it is. So, uh, I mean, we we covered it last week, but you won't be taking that any further then? Nope. Won't be, won't be publishing it? Nope. We'll be destroying it? Yep. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, that's the thing with the genre challenge, isn't it? We, we kind of, like, put our feelers out to places we would never, never normally go. You know, I don't think we'd ever sit down for, like, a stand-up week and go, oh, right, this week I think I might write a... You know, a drum and bass song or something. Um, yeah, there's a reason. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to continue being the straw, uh, the straw man argument for anti dance music for the rest of my days. Uh, <laughs> not just anti dance music, but anti, anti your dance music. Anti my dance music. Yeah, anti that one song. <laughs> <laughs> Down with yeah. dance. Everyone else in the drummer could do it like perfectly, but just do not listen to that. <laughs> Uh, well, um, I, I, as I said last week, I don't think I could convince you of this, cause, um, but I think it was a really uh, good attempt at the dance music genre, and you know, you nailed a lot of the, um, a lot of the things that make dance music dance music. So, I mean, I didn't nail having a good tune, but like, <laughs> but again, it's the process I went into it with that week. Like, it, like it's a different way of trying to write a song, and it didn't work. So, you know. So, some weeks you win, some weeks you lose. Don't they say that That's... mistakes teach you just as like more than you know victories? So like if you kind of try a technique with your writing or whatever, and you go that didn't work, that actually gives you more data to work with moving onward than success does. Mm. Yeah, you've got a chance to reflect and think why did that not work for me? Particularly as I, it's kind of interesting comparing that to when I wrote the um, intro to Penelope like in a similar way on the computer, mm. uh, and that turned out well i think and this one did not so i shall have to do some introspection at some point and sort of see uh what happened there where i have gone wrong but then penelope Who like am I? the the opening part you wrote on the computer right but then like the actual like bit with lyrics did you write that on the computer or was that like not it's the same chords that i used on the computer but it's uh it was done on a guitar uh maybe that's maybe that's the difference then because I was having a lot of trouble trying to pitch my uh, vocal melody. 
uh, on when I was trying to work out something for that because uh, I'm not the best singer in the world uh, and so I often rely on like knowing what chord I'm playing and being able to sort of like muck out about with things within the chord to sort of give me a bit of a guiding shape as it were whereas with that one it's like well I know theoretically what they are um <laughs> Right. That, that's it. <laughs> right, right, yeah. Um, I mean, it's like we spoke about, you know, last week when we did the dance music thing. I think having, like, your hands on an instrument and just kind of going through, like, playing the actual instrument and coming up with a feel, I, I personally just feel like it kind of delivers more, um, yeah, I don't know, timeless results or, or good results just generally. It it, it works better for me. Hmm. I think with 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 my dance music song, um, I think the only place I was like, oh, okay, I think I made the right choice there was that I set a drum loop going and then I wrote the chords like what like on guitar while singing along to a drum loop. So I still kind of had that organic element to it. Yeah, whereas I did like um, a slightly more stupid thing of like having a couple of notes ringing the whole way through and then trying to come up with. <sighs> Oh, excuse me. This is early morning. Um, having a couple of notes ringing through all the way, and then trying to come up with different melodies and chords underneath. Uh, coming up with all of those loops first, and then trying to assemble the loops afterwards. Right, which was weird, and uh, not 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 a happy uh, song structuring thingy. That that's words, right? I think so. That's that's dance music jargon for you. Yeah. See, I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> um and then that was the last song from the last week of these challenges. Um any any reflections on doing genre challenges? I mean, it's interesting that we've picked I know I've mentioned it a couple of times already, but it's interesting that we've picked genres where uh the words have ended up being so much more important. Mm. And like uh, particularly in terms of like structuring the words in terms of a story like uh it's, i've had to think a lot more about that uh in this season uh which has been good it's given me different ways to think because i like having different ways to think about words uh and like we've mentioned before like it's different ways of trying to create and even if some of them have not necessarily worked week seven um <laughs> uh it's it's all educational it's all an experience and yeah I, hopefully uh i can take some of this stuff forward into writing just i'm assuming the next season is going to be more like a whatever we want kind of thing whatever we want whatever we like status quo challenges every week we only need three chords never a fourth can't remember how the tune goes. No, not <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, it's it's been it's been up and down for me. It's just been like some weeks were like, oh, okay, I've learned a lot from the genre, and I like the resulting song. Whereas some weeks were like, I've learned something, but that's about it. Um, I mean, I think that you've got some great songs out of this one. I think there's a lot in this catalogue that you should be proud of. Oh, likewise, the view. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, I mean, it's, um, I, I kind of, the thing I think really bolstered my, um, spirits on the whole thing, I guess you could say, was like, when we first were like, oh, let's do a genre every week, like, I kind of resigned myself to the fact that 
it would be hit and miss sometimes you know i'd have some weeks where i was like oh that wasn't very good but i wouldn't beat myself up for it you know Mm. yeah this is kind of the headspace i did not get myself into (laughs) uh yeah i should i should have done uh yeah i mean i mean even on a regular season like seven songs in a row every week is like i've got to accept that you know two or three of them are going to be like you know the duds you know you got the yes (laughs) i just got where that's from um (laughs) but yeah like uh it's um this thing of trying not to be too hard on yourself uh while also being as hard on yourself as you possibly can because you can't help it Yeah. It, it, yes, I've got a very healthy psyche. Thank you very much. <laughs> it's difficult not to be too hard on yourself, but I think like with anything that's like a time-bound challenge, just the fact that you've done it in a week and delivered something is like reason enough to be proud of yourself, I feel like. Well, I mean, then I can be proud of myself. How would one go about doing this? You pat yourself on the bum. <laughs> Hold on one sec. No, that's just painful. Well, folks, we got our first ever instance of twerking on the show. Who said I was twerking? Um, I don't know. <laughs> Unless you were as well. Oh, I was. I'm always twerking. I've been twerking the whole time. You, you're keeping a remarkably consistent voice throughout all of this. Like, you... <laughs> Well, must have fantastic breast support. Yes, I do have fantastic breasts. Thank you. Um. <laughs> oh, this is getting silly now. It's falling apart. Um, but as if the entire rest. Of... <laughs> could you could you do me a favor and cut all the po- all the points where I sound like an idiot? <laughs> so all of it, please. Just have it be you. You know, you speaking. Damn it! You got to that joke just before I did. Um. Yeah, so, I mean, that's it for this season, I suppose, um, as far as the challenges and the wrap-up go. Um, next season, we're going to be writing just more normal songs, because I think we need a bit of a respite from this. Yes, the these challenges are fun, but we can't keep doing them every single time. And we've given all we can give in terms of genres. Um, so, I mean, obviously, we'll, it's not going to be like next season's going to be no variation. We always try to mix it up and come up with no, some I'm new No, I'm going to be writing the exact same song every week. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> um, it's going to be good. It's going to be good to kind of get back to just like... It's going to be interesting to see how our songs sound next season, or just our regular songwriting, influenced by what we've learned from this season of writing within, you know, genre boundaries. Hmm. Yes. Verily. It is. Verily and forsooth. Yeah, it's going to be good. And uh, hopefully we're going to have some some guest songwriters on next uh, season. I can hear the seagulls again. (laughs) (laughs) They're really loud, aren't they? Yeah. You need to have a word with your seagull neighbours, mate. Is it it a good or a bad thing, though? Because sometimes I feel like it adds a rustic countryside feel to the show. Or is it just unprofessional? <laughs> I mean, it's one or tougher. We'll find out which. Um, answers on a postcard, please. There they are. So that was it for this episode of the Weekly Song Podcast and for this season of the Weekly Song Podcast. Thank you very much for listening. 
if you've liked what you've heard on the podcast, uh, why not uh, rate us highly on whatever service that you are uh, listening on? I have no idea which particular rating systems each service uses, so I'll leave that to your discretion. Um, you can take full control of rating us the equivalent of five stars or giving us several of the thumbs up, etc. You know what to do. One, one out you. of one, at the very least. One out of one. Um, you can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, search Weekly Song Podcast. Uh, and if you find us on any other service, uh, then please tell us like how we managed to escape the future and travel back in time. Uh <laughs> And to do that, you will need to send us an email, which you can send to us at weeklysongpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, Roger, where can they find you and your music on the internet? Or, as we have come to know it, within the digital sphere. <laughs> the old digital sphere, eh? Um, so, I, my name's Roger, as you already know, because you've listened to the podcast. Um, uh, you didn't need my name, did you? No, I assumed everybody kind of already knew who you were. I was more asking about where we can find your music. But, like, you can do a full introduction to yourself if you want. I mean, it's a bit weird doing it at the end of the episode, but hey, this is not a professional podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Evidently. I'm Roger, and I'm an alcoholic. No. Um, Yeah, so anyway, yeah. uh, Hi, Roger. (laughs) (laughs) uh, I'm on Instagram, at Roger Heathers, um, and... I've got a new EP out. It's called Swear Jar, and um, a lot of people have uh, been kind and listened to it. And uh, but if you haven't been kind and listened to it, then um, you can hear it on Spotify, Apple Music, um, and all the rest of the streaming sites. As well as if you want to support it, RogerHeathers.com, which is my Bandcamp where you can buy it, uh, which obviously helps make the next project um, and is also very much appreciated. Um, but yeah, that's about about all for me. Um, how about you, Declan? Where can people find you and your music in the digital cube? Um, wait, has someone crushed our sphere into a cube? Is it about my cube? Um, you can find my music in the digital cube. Um, I miss the digital sphere. Um, but you can find my music in the digital cube on Bandcamp, Spotify, iTunes, maybe Deezer, maybe Tidal, maybe other streaming services. Basically, <laughs> if you just Google my name, which is Declan Kitchener, hello, how are you? Um, <laughs> then you shall be able to find me, hopefully on the various places that I am. There aren't very many Declan Kitcheners, so hopefully you found the right one. Uh, if not, then have fun <laughs> enjoying something new and unknown to you. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, everyone's check out uh, the Captive Audience EP and Apathy Will Get You Nowhere. Those are your two releases, and uh, very good they are as well. Thank you very much. You're very sweet. Um. Uh, I was about to make the joke. You always make it. Give me the twenty pounds later, um, but I won't. Uh, come, my... I mean, yeah. It's it's good to know that I can get bribery off of you, uh, or like um, not bribery, um, compliments off you for free. Absolutely, no paying for compliments from me. Um, yeah, I suppose that's about it. And uh, thank you so much for joining us this season. And we were going to see you next season. We shall see you next season, which hopefully shouldn't be too far away. We shall make sure we have some caffeine between now and then. At least once, yeah. Just to try it. Well, yeah, thanks very much for listening. All right. Ta-ra. Ta-ra.